Welcome to Fit Talk, your go-to podcast for health, fitness, and lifestyle. Episode 62. Dedicated for life. For your speed. <laughs> oh, I was supposed to say something? Yeah, we just need you to say your name after that. I guess, I guess that would be a good introduction, no? Just keep it rolling. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's up? Yuri Speed. <laughs> there we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fit Talk. I'm Matt Waugh, and I'm here with Mark Fit, as always. And today, we're thrilled to be joined by our good friend, Furious Pete. Pete, how you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? Great. Thanks for being here with us. We're really pumped for this episode. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know him, actually, Furious Pete is basically, he's the man. He, as a world record holder, <laughs> very accomplished competitive eater, as well as a fitness expert, being well known for his association with bodybuilding.com. So this is going to be a really cool episode, giving you all a chance to learn even more about him. And uh, before we jump into the session, though, I'm just going to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Rise Gym Gear. So go and check them out at risegymgear.com if you're in need of some awesome new stuff for your workouts. They just released some new items as well, those being the uh, premium grips, neoprene belt, and the knee sleeves. So again, their website is risegymgear.com. And if you want to save some cash, feel free to use our discount code FITTALK. So, uh, all right, with that out of the way, let's get started. Pete, our first question for you is, how long have you been training for and how did you get started? I've actually been training, I guess, uh, I started training like a lot of people um, back in high school where, you know, you had gym class and there'd be like a little gym and you would start doing some training. And uh, unlike most people, I actually started training legs first. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that, that, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't hear that from a lot of people. No, but, never. Uh, yeah, I started training legs because um, I was a big skier. And everyone always just told me that, you know, stronger your legs are, the better skier you're going to be. And, and that, that was true. You know, the more I was, the more I was training legs, uh, like leg extension squats and all that, they, were, they would help me dramatically on the ski hill. Um, but, you know, I, I obviously didn't take it beyond seriously in high school. I was just, you know, having fun there. Um, and then, um, you know, it was, I guess I've been doing it for like 10 years. Um, but there's been a lot of years where I've taken it a lot seriously than, um, than, than some. So, um, for the most part, you know, for the past four or five years, I've been taking it, I guess more seriously than I did the, the years before, um, because it was, it's just, I've, I've, I guess been able to, uh, spend more time with it. Um, and I've just grown more, more in love with fitness, if you will. I don't know if that's the appropriate word, but no, I, uh, I would definitely say that's the right mm -hmm. word to use. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you know, as the years have gone by, I've just, I've just enjoyed it more and more and, uh, and I'm hoping to, you know, do more and more with it as the years go by. 100%. That's fantastic to hear. So you said 10 years to date you've been training? Yeah. At least like, you know, I, I've been, you know, touching iron or playing, playing with the iron for, for at least 10 years, if not more. Um, but you know, you know, you can say 10 years, you know, it, I don't think time really matters necessarily, but like, you know, 10 years or 20 years can be the exact same thing or somebody training three years and somebody's training 20 years can be the exact same thing. It just, it, it all depends what you're doing during that time frame, right? Yeah. And their, their intensity and, and everything, you know, yeah, your exactly. know-how and what you're actually doing and what you're doing outside of the gym and so on. So and, important. You're and right. Just so you know, like 
furious is really strong. I remember <laughs> like when we were in the UK, you did like the bench press and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was crazy. Just four plates and was like pressing like a baby it was crazy. <laughs> it was a good time. Well, good let's, time. Uh, let, let's put that out right now. I mean, I'm sure everyone's going to ask and Pete, I'm sure you've been asked a million times in your life. So as of right now, what can you bench? Um... I've had a lot of setbacks over the past few months, um, but um, you know, I, I put up. I can do four hundred five now again, um, but it took. Uh, you know, I was I was out, and I guess about five months ago, I was putting up four hundred five for eight, um, which was fun. Um, <laughs> and now I'm I'm back at four hundred five. So, yeah, Damn. that's where I'm at right now. I mean, that's just insane. No matter how you slice it, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's I don't know. It's uh, a lot of people will just go day by day and be like, it's all about how much you can bench and, <laughs> and all this other stuff. And I, I think it's just it's all about as long as you're having fun for me. I couldn't have said it better myself. So with that being said and everything that you just mentioned, how would you describe your method of training? Do you have favorite principles or techniques or things that you always incorporate into your workouts or any training philosophies? My like, okay, so I started off by doing bodybuilding, like a lot of people. Um, and I did that for a lot of years. I did that for a lot of years. Um, I started doing bodybuilding. And then in 2009, for a year and a half to two years, I started doing CrossFit. No uh, kidding. I fell into that little little thing <laughs> of, of training, <laughs> which, which, which I like. Which, which I'll give my uh, honest feedback on in a second. But Please do. I started doing CrossFit and then I actually, you know, I just wanted to change because uh, I kind of got bored in the gym. Uh, I got bored just doing bodybuilding. So I started doing CrossFit. And from CrossFit, I learned a lot about powerlifting, strongman lifting as well. Um, and I kind of left the CrossFit scene after like two years, um, mostly because of uh, just injuries and... Um, you know, I started developing really bad tendonitis uh, from trying a lot of things. I was still like, I've never really, like in the past, even when I was doing CrossFit, I was still at least like 225. And, uh, you know, when you're doing those uh, muscle ups and things like that, that really, uh, you know, plays a toll on, on all your joints and everything like that. So I started feeling that and I started just wanting to get bigger again because I kind of I feel like when you start doing a different kind of training, you start to incorporate different kinds of muscles and therefore, you know, your body composition changes. And that's what happened. Um, I got stronger in some areas and I got smaller in other areas. And, you know, deep down inside, I was I was supposed to be Furious Pete. So <laughs> I, went, I went back to the bodybuilding kind of training, powerlifting. Um, and that's, that's where I am about today, but I still actually start, I still do some kind of CrossFit workouts. I do powerlifting, bodybuilding. My philosophy right now is that, you know, it's all about variety in the gym, um, and keeping it interesting, especially if you've been doing it for a while. Um, you can really just burn yourself out doing the exact same thing all the time. So I like to, I like variety and just, just doing something different, uh, pretty often, you know, I'll have a set, set training schedule and, and, and things I do, but I, I like to mix it up as often as I can just to keep things interesting. 
That's a fantastic approach, I would say, for sure. Because like you said, you know, always you got to have fun. If you're not having fun and you're not enjoying yourself, then I mean, there's really not a point to it. You're just going through the motions. And how much success are you really going to have with it if you're not enjoying it? Right. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like with some people, it's it's just, a you know, if you're doing a bodybuilding show and you're trying to get on stage, there's certain things that you just simply have to do. Like you have to go through the routine and, you know, you, you've just put yourself in that position where you have to do that stuff. But if you're not stepping on stage, for example, and you your goal isn't necessarily to be, you know, the most beyond shredded and, you know, everything has to be perfectly symmetrical, then then I think and then you can switch it up. And, you know, I, I just I just feel like for me personally, just switching it up always just helps out. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's also like a good way, like just to challenge yourself and do something different and just. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. No, yeah, exactly right. And I mean, Mark, you'll you're you're uh, not a stranger to CrossFit either. You'll do a wad from time mm -hmm. to time. Uh, yeah, and I also like like to do like a full body workout and just kill myself with like a 600 reps or 500 <laughs> yeah. reps and just enjoying the moment. And then I don't know, just get back to my normal routine after, or just changing my number of set reps kind of exercise. And I mean, you you have to do that if you want to keep progressing. Mm -hmm. If not, your your body just gets used to and you don't have any result. Yeah, for sure. Exactly right. So it's a component of both enjoying yourself, you know, having fun, having that variety. But at the same time, you're going to be doing yourself a favor in terms of your results if you switch things up as well. And yeah. so, uh, Pete, this is kind of a loaded question considering you're our guest today. But uh, how would you describe your diet and or approach to eating? <laughs> Well, papers, uh, man. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like uh, I like food. Uh, well, <laughs> it's it started off as you know I I've done competitive eating uh, full time. I don't I don't do competitive eating full time anymore. But I used to do like thirty contests a year. Oh my god! And uh, that's like when I was starting, trying to get my name out there, and I was destroying everything. So it made sense to do it. Um, But, you know, a lot of people online will see, you know, me doing crazy challenges, eating a lot of food. And, uh, you know, they ask me if I do that all the time. They assume I do that all the time, to be honest. And and I don't. And, you know, if I did, then uh, I would probably look a little bit different. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously I'm not with with I guess with the lifestyle that I've chosen, it's it's really hard a lot of times for me to. To get down to, for example, the, you know, the body fat that Mark has on a regular basis. Um, but that's just, you know, everyone has a different kind of job and lifestyle, right? So I chose, chose eating. So I do these crazy challenges on, I guess, um, on a weekly basis. And I almost include, I almost make them like my cheat meal. Um, they're a little bit bigger than, than the average <laughs> Joe. Right on. But, uh, But outside of that, I, um, you know, I eat very well. I eat very healthy. Um, usually crap food, as I would like to call them, you know, fast food and just really high processed food just doesn't satisfy me, doesn't fill me up whatsoever. Um, and so I have to, you know, eat, you know, lean proteins. And I, eat, I have a pretty high protein, high fat diet. Um, I really like, you know, peanut butters, avocados, things like that. That's what I, re I have a lot of that in my diet. Um, and but I also love my carbs as well. Um, but they'll always be like things like oats, yams, um, just just anything that can give me like slow and steady energy. 
but mo- like I said, for the most part, my diet is pretty damn healthy. And I actually like to eat as often as I possibly can. Um, I find myself that my energy levels just go way down if I if I start, you know, bouncing up. And if I if I, for example, have one meal at like 10 and the next one's at like five, um, I, I feel absolutely terrible. So I could I tried intermittent fasting at one point for a few months Um it just didn't work <laughs> for me. Um, I just didn't have the energy levels. I didn't feel good at all. Uh, it works for some people, but it just didn't work for me. So I, I have, a, I have, I try and have like seven, eight meals on a regular basis. No kidding. So you definitely follow a specific meal timing then, right? The two to three I don't hours follow. Or? No, I don't look at the hour. I look at, I, I go by feel most of the time, uh, which is sometimes a bad thing because I'll sometimes get in the zone if I'm like, you know, I'll sometimes be doing uh, like a six hour edit and, uh, you know, I'll just be in there just editing, editing, editing. And then oh, I'll yeah. realize the time will go by. And then, I, well, I kind of realize because my stomach is killing me because I'm so <laughs> hungry. But um, but that's that's my approach where I, I don't take it beyond seriously, but I uh, I do take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit, a little bit, both some here and there, but you have a general guideline that you follow in that respect. Yeah, yeah, totally. For sure. I think <laughs> right it's on. important to do that. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, and so how about supplementation? Are you a supplement junkie or do you have just a couple of things that you stick to every day or what's your take um, on that? <laughs> I've, uh, being in, I've been in the industry, I guess, for a, for a while. And, um, you know, I've, I've grown YouTube channels where a lot of companies always just want to send me product to try and, and um, you know, give my honest reviews on and, and things like that. I even have a YouTube channel called uh, just Supplement Reviews where I do unbiased supplement reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't done a lot lately, um, but I used to do them really frequently. And they would just be just my honest opinions on a lot of products. And I would bash products and, and things like that. But uh, truth be told, I, uh, I don't use a lot of supplements on a regular basis. I'll use, uh, some whey protein here and there. I'll use a multivitamin, um, BCAAs I'll use once in a while. Um, but that's generally the extent of what I use. I'll use a pre-workout, um, not every workout. I'll use a pre-workout, maybe every other workout I'll have a pre-workout, um, but uh, generally, I uh, my I guess I used to use a lot more supplements uh, at the start, where I had you know I could get my hands on anything because of being sponsored by Bodybuilding.com. They For would sure. constantly just be sending me stuff or giving me credits. So I'd be I'd be just using it on you know the newest products coming out and just trying them. Yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, and so but nowadays it's just. I just feel like I don't necessarily need everything, um, and uh, I just use s- simple, the, the basics, um, nothing nothing crazy. I can't say I blame you there. I mean, if I was uh, in your position when you got sponsored by bodybuilding.com, and, you know, if you have the opportunity to try like everything on the market, then why wouldn't you, right? I mean, sometimes it can be uh, really fun to try something new, especially something like a pre-workout or, you know, where you're going to get some, some special feels from that. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, completely, completely agree with that. You know, maybe just have a couple of basics and that seems to be, uh, the general consensus with all of our guests so far, Lex and Julian, they've both kind of had the same mindset when it came to supplements. Yeah, no, for sure. And, uh, so with that being said, uh, tell us about how you came into contact with bodybuilding.com and your eventual sponsorship with them. Bodybuilding.com. Um, I've been, 
they have the forums on there. And uh, I actually joined their forums back in September of 2003. Um, so, yeah, I was one of like the first members, if you will. Um, and I, um, I have like a crazy backstory where I was actually hospitalized for anorexia when I was 16. Wow. Um, yeah, there's a lot of lot of really interesting things happening in my life at that point. Um, both, both my parents were like a year before that, both my parents were both hospitalized. I was told I might have cancer, lymph node cancer. And uh, I was going into my final year of university and I, uh, I needed something to control in my life at that point. And the only thing I could control and rather than resorting to drugs or, or something else, I started controlling food and, uh, over the next year, I started, you know, just controlling it more and more. And my uh, my head started telling me different things. My brain just said, you know, the, the mind is a very powerful thing. And if it tells you to do certain things, you do them um, or you listen to them. There's a voice that starts to develop within your head and, and tell you that, you know, you're useless, you're fat and everything like that. And um, I just started, you know, decreasing my food, started uh, running a lot, cardio a lot, and uh, eventually ended up in the hospital. It was uh, 120 pounds, six foot two, um, pretty much on life support. And uh, yeah, I got out of the hospital. And it took, uh, it took a little while to start recovering. But what really, what really helped me was actually going on bodybuilding.com and uh, going on the forums and sharing my story and being open about the fact that I had this problem. And I shared my progress on there. And about a year after sharing my progress, I actually got contacted by the CEO of bodybuilding.com, Ryan DeLuca, to, uh, to do a story, um, to do a story about what, how I've done my transformation, uh, how I put on weight and how, you know, everything is, uh, you know, how I did everything. And, uh, so I, I remained in contact with him for, for a while. And then uh, eventually when I finally recovered and was living a normal life and then got challenged into competitive eating, I guess this goes, this goes hand in hand with uh, how I got into competitive eating. Um, you know, I, I went out for, for breakfast after a, a party, partying with the boys the night before. <laughs> uh, we woke up with hangovers, so we, uh, we needed something greasy to eat. Of course. And so we went out to a pub breakfast pub um, out in London, Ontario. And uh, it's called Christina's Pub. And they had this massive, massive breakfast dish. And uh, I ordered it along with a couple other people. And I actually finished mine before anyone got through a quarter of their food. <laughs> and then one of my buddies, Mike, who likes to challenge anyone to do random things uh, for cash, uh, asked the waitress what the record was in the restaurant for, for these plates. And it was eating two of those huge plates in an hour. And so he put up the challenge, 40 bucks. I was like, eh, all right, I'm in university. I'm broke. It's okay. Let's do it. <laughs> and uh, tried it, ate four of those plates in an hour. Oh, my goodness. And that, yeah. And then I just started doing random restaurant challenges after that. I just started posting them on YouTube eventually. <laughs> and, uh, and then a year after that, I got asked to come down to California for an eating contest. And I, uh, I destroyed that first eating contest. I won 20 in a row. But oh. uh, during that time frame, um, within like the first four or five contests, I actually uh, talked to, I was in contact with bodybuilding.com and 
they were in contact with me and we like started talking back and forth and they said, yeah, let's, let's figure something out. And, uh, that's how it all started. No kidding. Crazy. Yeah. It's <laughs> just insane. I mean, smashing those 20 records. Times in like, a row. <laughs> boom. I, boom. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's the only word that can really uh, sum this up is boom. I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like losing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just amazing, man. I, I, and I mean, I think just about everybody has seen your videos on YouTube and it's just amazing what you can do with food, man. Like it's, it blows me away. You've got, yeah. uh, I don't know, just, uh, a real, a real talent there. And I think it's one of the coolest <laughs> things ever, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't recommend doing it at home though, kids. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You've all been warned. You've all uh, been warned. <laughs> but touching on, uh, you know, you said everything kind of started from, from a low point, like many people's stories do. Uh, like you said, you had your bout with uh, anorexia and there was the possibility of, of cancer at the time too. And I mean, every, everyone's story, there's up and downs, right? I mean, that's just the way life goes. And you recently had a run in with uh, testicular cancer, right? Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about it and well, really how it's inevitably changed you and what you've learned from the past few months of dealing with it. Yeah, I, uh, that was, it was the biggest shock I've ever really, well, just something that you just, I guess cancer is just one of those things when it happens, it, it's hard to to take in. And, and even now it happened, I found out about it end of September of last year. Um, and even now, uh, I, I think I'm still uh, not even come to terms with it, uh, that it, that it happened, uh, to be honest. Um, not like fully, fully. It's weird. It's a weird, weird situation where... Um, it was end of September. I, uh, I just, I, I want to, I'll speak. If, if you can, if you're listening to this right now and you can't handle, um, I guess, talk about this or, or graphic talk, then turn off the mics for, or the speakers for like two minutes. But, um, <laughs> I, I think it's really important to talk about, especially for males, because it's just not talked about a lot and it's check out your, your parts down there. Check out your parts down there. Check out your your two little buddies down there and make sure that there are no problems. Make sure that if there's any irregularities, you go see a doctor um, because it's it's just not worth um, having cancer. Um, you know, because testicular cancer is one of those cancers that if you detect a problem early enough, you, the cancer won't spread and it'll, it'll be contained down there. And um, I had one of my testicles removed. Uh, my left one, um, it was four times larger than the other. Uh, that's how I discovered it. And um, it is what it is. I, uh, I I can still have kids right now, which I'm blessed uh, for. And I, uh, I approached this time around with cancer a lot differently than I did before. Um, the first time um, I found out that I might have cancer, I was back when I developed an eating disorder and I took it very negatively. Um, this time around, I, I immediately just, I, I, I read a lot about it. I found out that when people discover that they have an issue, um, they wait five months before going to a doctor and right oh away, my goodness. right away, I thought I wasn't even right away instead of taking time to myself and just, um, you know, I guess feeling sorry for myself or, or just appreciate or, or experiencing the situation for what it was. I, I decided to make an awareness video for, for testicular cancer and, and just show people that, you know, that 
this happens. This can happen. It can happen to one in 300 males. Um, and it could happen to you. And if it does, you should seek attention, seek help. And uh, from that, I actually got countless emails every single day about people um, finding out that they either had a problem or a potential problem. They went to seek help or then I found out from a that every other YouTuber I knew that was male contacted me and said, hey, I went to check. I went to check what was, what, if, if I had problems. And so uh, it's it's made me appreciate life a lot more nowadays. Um, and it's just, you know, no, no one ever wants to have cancer. It's always going to be in the back of my mind that, you know, these things can happen and it's happened to me. And um, I wouldn't say it's changed me. It hasn't really changed me. A lot of people will think will look for a negative thing in their life uh, to happen in order, you know, to change their life. But mm -hmm. Um, I think I was already living my life the way I wanted to live it, the way I think I should live it. And uh, if anything, it's just it's going to I'm just going to continue living the way I am. But I actually, you know, I appreciate life that much more right now that I've been able to overcome it. And uh, yeah, that that's pretty much on that. I was kind of just going on and on with this one. Sorry. No, man, um, that's no, no. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's crazy when I. And I saw that I just messaged you, and I was like, "Man, are you okay?" And you you were fine. I mean, you were really positive for sure. You 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 were like in a bad mood because that's a terrible situation. Um, yeah. But did you see like the change like overnight? Is it something that you saw like before? Just just to make no, sure. No, people... it was it, the truth is is I was probably like a lot of males out there that don't regularly check down there. Um, it just, it never really crossed, uh, like I was not active. I was never checking down there. I would never look down there. And all of a sudden, um, it just, it felt weird. Um, and I, I, I looked down there and I just took a look. I started looking online, started asking a couple friends about medical for that were, you know, had some medical training and, um, yeah. And then I went to the doctor the very next day to, to seek attention. Um, so yeah, it was, it was one of those things that, you know, the, the process of figuring everything out happened overnight, but I have no idea how long, um, growth was or anything like that. Okay. That's, that's just, uh, it's amazing for lack of a better word, just how fast that can like really sneak up on you. Right. I mean, yeah, but, uh, Pete, you said, you know, not enough people check or, or check on the regular. How often would you recommend guys check themselves out? Once a month in the shower. Yeah. Which is so easy, right? You just, you just see if there's a bump down there, mm -hmm. uh, on any, on any one of them. Um, and that's it. That's it. That's all you got to do. And if there is a problem, it doesn't mean it's cancer. It could mean anything, but it's worth checking out after. 100%. Right? It's it's a really really easy thing to do. <laughs> I mean, uh, we all take showers hopefully. And uh <laughs> during that time frame, it's it takes 2 seconds to do, so do it. There you go, guys. I mean, you heard it here Furious Pete who's, you know, gone through this entire thing. Check yourselves out and if something's going on, for the love of God, talk to your doctor or physician or just a qualified professional and, you know, get things sorted out because it's not worth going through really anything. Again, we urge you to take care of yourselves. But yeah, uh, Mark, uh, you've got the next question for Pete. Am I yeah. right? 
Yeah. Did it change a little bit like your ultimate goal in life? I mean, you you have been through like um, so many like different situations and bad situations and any, uh, I mean, you had some hard time, I mean, in your life, but did it change like your ultimate goal? Did did you did you want to share something like with people or did you, I don't, I don't know, like your mission? I definitely do. Is. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know if it changed my ultimate goal because my goal is always just to make a change in other people's lives and just show them that, you know, that my, I always just say that, you know, it's, it's, it's very cliche, but you know, just do whatever you can to make yourself happy in life and, and make sure that what you're doing is, is worth doing. And, you know, cause life is worth living and is worth living to, you know, the best, best that you can live it. Um, and that's, that's very, very cliche and very, um, I don't know what the word is, but you know, anyone can say that but you know to actually do it is is very important and then you know i i tell people you know two things you know that the title of this of this uh of this podcast dedicated for life i believe right exactly right uh, um yeah those are those are words that i live by and dedicated for life simply means th that's actually it's funny enough, in 2003, uh, when I created a username on bodybuilding.com, that was my username, dedicated for life. Um, so it's been something that's been part of me for a very, very long time. And it doesn't mean that you need to be, you know, dedicated 24-7 to everything that you do. It simply refers to the fact that everything that you set your mind to, you dedicate yourself to, that you don't uh, just half ass it. You don't just start doing something and just like, ah, oh, okay. I'll, you don't go to the gym and say you're going to do 10 reps and then do five reps because you're lazy and you just don't feel like doing more, even though you can. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so yeah, that's, that's what that refers to. It's just simply just remain just positive and dedicated to anything that you set your mind to. And the second being is just staying hungry, staying hungry for, for, Every, all your goals and everything that you want to do. So, you know, it's, it's not going to come easy. And I, I think like Mark's one of those dudes that I actually look up to now because he, he crushes everything and Thanks, you know how much work he puts into it. He's, <laughs> he's the guy that's, he's one of those guys that stays hungry all the time. And, um, you know, and, and that's something that I like to do as well. And I think that anyone that is successful in any industry is, is doing the exact same thing. They're staying hungry for, for all their goals and that's why they become successful. So I think that, that, you know, being able to share those messages and share those, those words are, are really important. And that's something that I really want to do in life. I mean, everyone know what to do, but I mean, we forget as human, we forget we are in the routine. We don't take time for ourselves. We don't take time for our business or goal or dream. And I think we, we are there for that just to repeat what we have learned in the process and just to show that it's possible because as we know like 95 98 of people don't actually do what they want to do in life so that's crazy yeah. when you think about it yeah but we just need like to remember them that it's possible they can do whatever they want and it's it's so true and it will take a lot of work because guys you don't even know like how many hours we put into that. It's crazy and it's nonstop and it's bad news after bad news and challenge after challenge. You just have like to put some like more skins on your skins because you will get sh shred. <laughs> you will <laughs> like in the other side, I mean, you, you will get cut by a lot of situation in your life and yeah. you, you just have to keep moving. And it's 
when you're consistent and you never stop that like you have some little reward and that's what makes you smile and keep going it's just a little reward but it's never like a, the biggest win ever it's just we just enjoy what we're doing but at the same time it's just a, a, a daily fight yeah agreed, yeah man, man exactly right and so you know we've got a lot of uh catchphrases here like one of mark's trademarks being everything is possible and as pete just mentioned you know dedicated for life or stay hungry so uh pete would you say that those phrases are approaches and philosophies that you also take to your own business and your entrepreneurship? Yeah, no, I mean, totally. I think, uh, I think if I wasn't, if I didn't use those, uh, philosophies, then I would be, I don't even know where, um, things aren't, you know, I guess the public will always just see what's on social media. They won't see everything that goes on behind the scenes. And there's there's a lot of work and there's a lot of struggles and there's a lot of, you know, setbacks. But if you stay, you know, especially with business, you know, things don't go according to plan. And um, you need to, you know, remain in that, you know, right mindset. You know, I uh, like today, for example, you know, I my entire warehouse flooded, my entire office flooded, everything just under, when I walked in, there was like an inch and a half of water, um, which is just like the worst thing possible. Like It's a bad day, just, man. It's a bad day, but at the end of the day, it could have been worse, right? The whole exactly. place could have, could have been burnt down, you know, not, not the end of the world at the end of the day, you know, it can get cleaned up. There's some stuff that you have to throw out, okay? But, you know, it's... It's it's fine at the end of the day. I'm not, you know, crying about it or anything like that. I'm just, you know, you, you're a little peeved, but you know, you have these setbacks. But because I have the the mentality that I have, everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you know what, man, you've got some awesome fans too, because I saw on uh, your Instagram post today, you know, everyone was saying, just wash it, Pete. I'll still wear that stuff. Whatever was, yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. was ruined by the water, I'll still. I was wear like, it. oh man, no. <laughs> I don't want to tell you shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, man, I mean, you've got you've got a pretty awesome support group, too. And that's uh, that's something that I think um, a lot of people I mean, let, let's be honest, a lot of people who are just starting out might not have. So that's a that's a real blessing, too. You know, you've got your family and friends and you've got people who are backing you really no matter what happens. They're always yeah. going to be there. And no matter what uh, what ups and downs come, they're still going to be there and they're still going to be repping Furious Pete. And it's awesome. Yeah. No, totally for sure. I'm and so, uh, with all that being said, like, what's your advice to someone who's looking to get into the or the business side of the fitness industry, or even just wanting to start a business in general, or eat, or eat? Yeah, <laughs> competitively eat. I, I never recommend competitive eating. Uh, <laughs> no, but honestly, like, I uh, there's first of all, there's no money in competitive eating, and it's uh, it's very unhealthy, and uh, it's just. I don't, I, I never, first of all, I never wanted to recommend it because there's so many possibilities that something could go wrong. You know, these people could choke, uh, you know, you <laughs> could, you could get a heart attack. You just simply ruin your entire physique, your entire life. So it's just something that I'll never, I, I hate giving advice for competitive eating. The only advice I'll give you is, uh, try drinking a ton of water, uh, <laughs> because, but then again, that goes hand in hand with fitness. Yeah. So I'm covering my ass right there, right? <laughs> so so as long as you're, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, I just like to go not recommend to the the two. But with it's the fitness I, industry, I never, I never thought I would hear from Furious Pete is not what? recommending 
I, I don't want to recommend it. Just well, first of all, I don't want anyone stealing my business. Second of <laughs> all, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, seriously, there's there's no point in recommending it. Just the, like I I never I don't do eating contests right now because there really is no money in it. Um, you know, there's there was when I was in when I was in university, I used competitive eating contests to pay for my studies. I paid for all my studies uh, with with eating contests. No way. That's Believe awesome. it or not, I paid off everything from the contest winnings. Um, so, you know, I I but I went every single weekend. And the problem <laughs> is with it is like there'd be a lot of these events that weren't sponsored. So let's say you're winning two thousand dollars for first place. You have to pay for your own travel to get to wherever it is in the States that it was because it was always in the States. And then you have to win in order to come home with money. So, you know, there's a lot of pressure and it just, you know, it, it just, it wasn't the right, uh, well, I mean, I just don't recommend it to people. It's with not a fitness, very lucrative business. No, not really. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, as far as, you know, doing a career with fitness, I highly rec I recommend it to anyone, but you, you have to have a huge passion for it. Mm. You have to make sure that you have to also understand that this industry um, is flooded with so many people. Oh yeah, um, there's there's and a even lot more of, now, even more, like even the last two, three more, years more than ever, crazy, more and more, and it's going to increase more and more with the presence of social media. Every everyone thinks they can be an expert. Everyone thinks they can be a trainer. Everyone, you know, everyone has that mentality nowadays. So I, I would say if you get into the fitness industry, my suggestion is figure out what is going to separate you from the rest out there. What can you offer at the table that is different than everyone else? Mm -hmm. Because um, soon enough, I think that, you know, if, you know, this industry gets twice as many influencers as it does, ha as it has now, or three times or four times, how do you stand out from all those people? But um, that aside, you know, you, you have to make sure that when that happens, you're you're still passionate about fitness, not, you know, you got to be passionate about fitness the entire time, even when business comes into play, uh, which I think is hard for a lot of people sometimes, um, at least in my my personal opinion, when I see uh, a lot of influencers in the social media, I don't I don't point fingers or anything like that but it's just my observation where there's a lot of people that just you know will post 200 posts a day or okay maybe not 200 like 20 posts a day on social media and just advertising their products non-stop or, or something like that and it just it, it just you know you you can tell that they're not they're not in it for what it's what what they're supposed to be in it for and it's just and i think that that's that's a problem um but like I said, you have to you have to figure out how you're going to separate yourself from everyone else. I couldn't agree more. And I mean, you're right. You have to be in into this uh, this industry simply because it's what you love. Yeah. You know, if uh, if you're just doing it to try and make a quick buck, what's well, going to show? Like you said, with people who are just flooding social media, and people can they can smell insincerity a mile away. You know, yeah. you can you can really tell who uh, someone is. Or who's really, uh, really passionate, really dedicated, and is just doing it because they love the game, you know, yeah. not not just because they're trying to get rich off of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's always palpable.
I mean, you're always going to have haters. You're always going to have haters that think you're doing it wrong. But that comes with but the that's territory. normal. <laughs> that's totally normal. Totally normal. No matter what haters. you do. <laughs> I love haters. <laughs> Furious Pete eats haters for breakfast. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> there we go. And, and, uh, and I poop them out as, as, uh, <laughs> as fans and lovers. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Pete, if you only had one day left, what would you want to accomplish? And what would you leave behind for your friends and family? What do you mean? Like one day left to live? Yeah, exactly right. Well, I'd want to get a PR on all my lifts, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's, such a, that's such a tough question. Um, We're getting tougher now. It's, yeah. not, it's the home stretch of the interview. We got to ask all the, all the best stuff now. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna, what am I gonna leave for friends and family? Is you know, you can't, you can't. I, I think like what I'm doing on a daily basis with my friends and family uh, is also is already sticking with them. So I don't really, I don't really feel like I would have to leave. Like I would, I wouldn't have to think of something in that one day to leave behind for them. I think they're already, uh, I think the way I live my life and how I am with my friends and family, they, you know, we, we give and, and get back equally all the time and, uh, don't, wouldn't need to leave anything necessarily, but you know what, I, I'm going to go out with, with, uh, with the douchebag fitness talk and just say, uh, I PR on all of my lips. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, it's what you love. It's okay to say that this is a, this is a fitness podcast. And I mean, you're allowed to love fitness. This is a safe space, Pete. And so. make a viral video. And there make you sure go. That, that video becomes viral. Exactly right. So, I mean, basically you're saying is, uh, you don't really have to leave anything tangible. You're, you're, no what your friends and family are going to remember about you is really enough because you're doing exactly what it is that you want yeah. and you'd be exactly, satisfied yeah. no matter, no matter what went down. Yeah, I think so. And I think that's, yeah, as long as, and I think that's the way people should live their lives where it's like, Oh, you have one day, one day left. Uh, I, I better fix everything. You know, you have a whole <laughs> list of what you need to do and who do you, who do you need to call? And, uh, no, that's, that's definitely not the right approach. Well, there you go then. And uh, what would you say your number one greatest fear is, whether it's physical or psychological, whatever? Greatest fear is is always failure, but failure teaches you lessons. So um, it's 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 a fear, but it's uh, you know motivation at the same time. I get, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah, it gives you motivation to to work harder after. But uh, as far as that's mental. As far as physical injuries are such, uh, I don't even know how to, what's the word is, but they're <laughs> just, they're just so annoying. Yeah, man. Uh, so that, that is actually a fear. Injuries have become a fear. I, uh, when I was, when I was in university before I started competitive eating the first two years of university, I actually did tree planting reforestation. So like in Canada, the law is for every tree that's cut down, you have to replant the tree. Mm -hmm. And so you go around with these seedlings and you're planting them. And I was actually rookie of the year the first year I did it because you plant like you'll plant plant like 4000 trees in a day. Um, and doing that, I actually destroyed my back. I destroyed it. I went to Cairo for like six months afterwards and it was just really bad. And, and for years after that, I would be so like I wouldn't lift normally because I 
I would be just really scared of injuring my back more or like pulling a muscle and, and being out for like five days. And it was, it, it, it turned into a fear. Injuries turned into a fear. No, I completely get just that. It's, it's the yeah. same thing for me, man. I mean, I've got a lower back thing as well. Last couple of months, I've had this knee issue that's been bothering me anytime I try oh, to yeah. squat. So, I mean, I'm just... Yeah, but now you got the the rise uh, knee sleeves. You're okay. Oh, oh yeah, man. That's, uh, my, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all covered, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're totally fine now. The funny thing is, is that's not actually a plug. That's seriously what's been going on. <laughs> and they've been saving my ass the entire time. So, nice. I mean, yeah, the guys at Rise, they know what they're doing. But uh, yeah, man, injuries, they suck. And there's nothing worse than thinking about that and being like, you know, if I get hurt right now, am I going to have to throw away a couple of weeks or even a month or more than that? You know, especially if this is if the gym is your ultimate passion and it's something you do every single day. I mean, the last thing you right. want to do is take an extended vacation from it. Right. So, yeah. Now let's move in another question. What's your definition of a healthy lifestyle? Definition of a healthy lifestyle is um, to not become anal about everything that you're doing. Uh, is to give yourself some freedom. I think I think I'm one of those guys where sometimes people think I take it too far. Um, you know, it's it's important to go to the gym. It's important to eat well, but I also think it's very important to cheat and. Cheating doesn't mean like going insane or anything like that, but it's just, it's important to have fun on the side. You know, I get it. You have fun going to the gym and yes, you have fun cooking up your healthy meals, but you know, it's, it's important to have that mental break where you can, um, you know, enjoy, enjoy the foods with your friends that aren't necessarily into fitness, hardcore or something like that. Or, or if you're like me, you, you enjoy beers and, you know, you can have a beer here and there and it's not going to ruin you. And I, I think that's what's important is that make sure that you have that mental, uh, mental note inside your head that if you, you know, if you do, go out or you start you, you do something that you know or you miss a workout for example it's not the end of the world and uh, and I, I think that's that's important for a healthy lifestyle that's a good advice seriously because in the beginning man i wasn't like that i was just like focusing grinding grinding no cheat during during like a year and a half it was crazy super seriously. clean yeah But I was like super shred. It was crazy at the same time. That's how I, I've been able like, to put my name out there with the Change Your Life video. Um, yeah. But I mean, with the time, you just learn that you, you, you have to take it easy and take time for yourself and also time with your friends because during like a good two years, I didn't see one of my friends. I mean, I probably saw them maybe twice in two years. But then with the yeah. time, with the setback, you just like, oh my God, I need to take time for them because they, they are good friends and I want to, I don't know, leave memory. I want to just hang out with them and have fun. And I think you just learn. And then I had my girlfriend. She showed me that it was okay to cheat. So, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I just learned. And I had like more more result by cheating than just I don't know grinding and being downstairs at my parents' house and working, working yeah. all the time. I had because. the same thing. I had the same thing with my girlfriend when I when I met her. Who's my fiance now? I uh, I met her in the gym and. Uh, She uh, she was just like crazy with diet. She wasn't allowed to touch like any pizza, any nothing. She wasn't allowed. She had to all be paleo, paleo, paleo. Nothing, nothing else. Oh wow! And I remember we we went to New York City, and I was like, "You have to try the pizza here. It's just amazing." <laughs> 
And uh, I know she took one, like, one little bite of a slice, and that's all she had. And even then, she felt extremely guilty. But oh, but eventually, I, I, trans- I, I, got her, <laughs> I got her into furious peep mode and, <laughs> and all this other stuff. But yeah, that, that mental break just, just, just helps you and makes you just enjoy mm-hmm. life that much more. Yeah, Honestly, then, man, I was I was the exact same too, though. I mean, it for my first uh, three years, pretty much up until I started working with Mark and he basically um, taught me all of his approach or approaches to dieting and nutrition and, you know, having that cheat every every so often. But before that, I was completely anal about my food. And if I had anything like I was very much like uh, like your fiance, Pete. You know, I had a little bit of anything, and I just I felt like so ashamed and guilty for it. You know, and it's that's very unhealthy. And the last thing you want to do is create an unhealthy relationship with food because yeah. it's uh, I don't know. I feel like it'd be it'd be taking yourself down a uh, a very wrong path if you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and sorry, Mark, I felt like I was going to cut you oh, off no, there. No, so no, no. I, was just, <laughs> I was just about to say that when you cheat, I mean, after I just want to go to the gym. I mean, it's a good guilt. It's yeah, just yeah. like I need to be back on track, give it it all and just give my a thousand percent tomorrow because I just cheat like crazy. And I just feel that this way you're able just to have like more results like that because first you shock your body, but then you also you also want to, I know, speed up everything by just giving more uh, more energy in the gym just because you just cheat. Get more gains. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, man. No, I, I like I like that though. A good guilt. That's a great mm. way of looking at it. And uh, Mark, yeah, I think it's you a had, reward uh, one meal. more. Yeah, it's a exactly meal. right. It's not a cheat meal. We should change the name for reward meal. You're right. We got to rebrand everything <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, Mark, you had one more question, right? Yeah. What mm. are you the most grateful for just now like, uh, this in your life? To be honest, like. <laughs> I, I'm thankful for for being alive. <laughs> uh, you know that's that's a yeah, very man. very you know it's it's true. I am I am grateful for being alive, and you know I'm grateful to be where I am to be to have this opportunity of you know doing what I'm doing and not having a nine to five job and and having a fan base and and being able to either educate educate or entertain others or, or motivate others to do the things that they're doing and. I'm grateful for that. Um, you know, I, um, you know, I, and I think that that's, that's, that's one of those, the biggest, the biggest things that I am grateful for is just, which is a lot of things combined into one is, is all the things that I'm able to do on a, a daily, a monthly, a yearly basis. Um, you know, that's what I'm grateful for because I've been given a ton of opportunities and, and, and I, I'm able to do them and it's it's because of, you know, my fans and, and everyone else that just keeps watching me or following me and, and supporting. And, and so I, I'm truly really am grateful for that. I absolutely love that. You know, that's something we always try and uh, emphasize is uh, being grateful, you know, and finding something every single day to be grateful for, because uh, I think it's one of the things that makes us truly appreciate life the most, because, uh, you know, everyone has to realize it's not always just about the I, but about the we. And so finding things like that, Pete, like uh, you're like the people who uh, follow you and support you and uh, just all your family and friends and opportunities, like really everything that we're given is just such a, a great gift. So uh, I love I absolutely loved your answer there. And uh, we've only got a couple of questions uh, for you left, so we're not going to take up too much more of your time. But uh, here's the ultimate loaded question, though. 
is, and it's our favorite one to give because uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's the, <laughs> the hardest question that we could possibly think of. Um, but if you were the last human on earth and you had an opportunity to record on video your final words to share the most valuable information you could with the next generation of inhabitants, what is it that you would say? Oh, this one's so easy. It's so easy. I, I say this at the end of every single video I do. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's just so straightforward. My friends, to all the people that have come to this planet, you, know, you no longer see any survivors, but I am hiding out in the corner. Yes, I am. But I would just like you to do three things for me. The first is to stay sexy. The second is to stay hungry. And the third is to get laid, of course. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, that's absolutely, that, that, that's perfect. I mean, what else can you ask for in life? Hey, man, you got, you got, those are actually, if you think about it very, very carefully, they're very important. <laughs> they're very important. Got to repopulate the earth. You if, certainly you know, do. Some people come, you know, if it's, there's nobody else left and, you know, well, you're going to be hungry because there's nothing on the planet, but um, <laughs> you got to stay hungry for the, you know, the mental aspect, staying hungry. And, 100%. And you, you want to stay sexy. You know, you want to be aesthetic as, as you can, right? <laughs> Plus, I mean, no one's going to want to repopulate with you if you're not. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it all makes sense. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, Furious Pete figuring it out so quickly. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite answers to date. But uh, yeah, I mean, making the hard questions easy. Way to go, Pete. Uh, <laughs> last question just for you is uh, who's on your team or is there anybody that you want to give a big shout out to before we close the episode? Uh, man, you know, I, uh, I, I need to develop a bigger team. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I have, I have a, I have a cool team. Um, but it's, it's just different. Um, my team is my friends and family, uh, without them, I wouldn't be able to keep doing what I'm doing and, and vent when, when things go wrong or ask for advice when, when I need to ask for advice. Um, you know, all my sponsors and, and so on, or, you know, that that's part of my team as well. Um, but that's something that I really need to do is, is, is seriously develop a really, uh, a, a straightforward team to, to help me out with, with a lot of things, because this stuff is time consuming. A lot of things are time consuming. And that's something that I, uh, that I pride Mark for. Um, and, uh, that's something that I, I need to start doing and, and just, just, it's, it's hard to, to, to separate yourself from that and say, mm-hmm. uh, you know, g- give uh, somebody else something to do that you, you know, you know how to do, but, you know, teaching someone to, to do the exact same thing that you do, like, for example, an edit in a certain format and, and so on. So it's, uh, it's something that I'm learning, something that I'm slowly uh, transitioning to, but, but, you know, my team is my friends and family. And, and with, for that, I'm, uh, I, uh, I couldn't do the things I'm doing without them. It's funny you mentioned that too, because me, Mark and I actually just discussed in uh, a couple episodes ago about when he first brought me on and he starts showing me the ropes of everything. Um, it was kind of hard for him to almost let go and let tasks yeah, be yeah. in the hand yeah. of someone else, you know? Because you want to make yeah. sure like everything is perfect. You want to make sure that yeah. you produce the same kind of content. But at the same time, yeah. I'm sure you will be able to find someone better at you to edit video. That's what yeah. I did with Randy. Like he's just crazy, like with the sound, with the effect, you know, where to put the light, you know, everything. Yeah. And and then I mean you just 
you you just comment on his work and then you will just adjust the way you want and and then it just become easier because you cannot do everything you cannot be a superhuman we all try to do it as a entrepreneur but i guarantee that you will just enjoy more life and also be able to be more productive to your job seriously as a CEO of your brand is just seeing the big picture and make sure that your yeah. team follow you and support you toward the the goal. Because when you're like just yeah. in in all the tasks, you you just spread your minds everywhere, and you cannot like focus yeah. on what what you need to accomplish and what your your task is leading them and make sure that everyone do their job as the best that it can be, that everyone is happy with it, and that everyone's just enjoying like the process of creating something and progress. Uh, because it's all about progress. If you don't feel that you progress, then Uh, I mean, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, no, couldn't agree more with you, Mark. Uh, couldn't agree with more with you. I just, it's, uh, it's, it, it takes a lot of work and a lot of mm -hmm. uh, mental break to to do that. And it's, but it's, it's something that you have to do. Otherwise, you just will never progress. Yeah, and at the same time, I mean, when you will develop uh, a bigger team or more specific people who work on certain stuff, then you you will be able to serve more your followers with all the content and the better content you, you will release yeah. more content. Agree. So, I mean, yeah, there's a mental break to do. I did it uh, a year and a half ago or two years ago and I, I will <laughs> do it again for, for some stuff that I'm still doing. Uh, but I mean, it's, yeah, I know it's hard. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Doing yourself for a sure, favor sure. and, and your followers as well. So, uh, I mean, kind yeah, of a necessary no thing. So, uh, yeah. Everybody, we hope you enjoyed today's episode because we sure did. Pete, this was great. So it was really awesome to have you here with us, man. Thanks for Thank coming. Thank you very on. much for having me. I, I know we were talking with Mark for a little while and getting this going. And I'm, I'm happy we got it going and appreciate you guys having me. 100%, man. And uh, we're looking forward to having you back sometime. Uh, as always, guys, if you want more episodes like this one or have questions that you want answered, just head on over to fittalk.com and send us a voice message so that we can play you on our show. And uh, as always, be sure to like and share the episode as well and follow us if you haven't done that yet, because I know you don't want to miss a single episode. And uh, oh, speaking of following, before we go, Pete, where can everybody find you? Furious Pete, everything. Instagram, Furious Pete. Facebook, Furious Pete. YouTube, <laughs> Furious Pete or Furious Talks. Make sure you subscribe, like up my shit, all that other stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? I'm not going to beg you guys to follow me, but if you're in for some entertainment and some unique twists on the fitness industry, then follow Furious Pete for sure. And FuriousPete.com. Nobody does a plug like Furious Pete does. That's, uh, that's fantastic. Thanks so much for joining us today, guys. We'll talk Thanks to you a lot. next week. Appreciate it, guys.